Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Adventures in Careerland. Hi, everyone. I'm Adriano Magnifico. I'm your host for Adventures in Careerland. I'm a career facilitator in the Louis Riel School Division, and we're broadcasting from the uh, Louis Riel Arts and Technology Center. This is the place of 13 apprentice and applied learning programs, and the program in which we're working today is the broadcast media program. They are the driver for our podcast. It's a wonderful thing, and we're always fortunate to have students from the program and they are with us again today. These are our producers. This is CJ. How are you, CJ? CJ, they and them. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. All right. And you look as energetic as always. Oh, yeah, definitely. I can see that in you, CJ. <laughs> you just have that great energy. I just talked again. I talked to another student. I said, how are you doing today? I'm so tired. I'm going, oh, my gosh. That's our catchphrase of our generation. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, it's, it's... You should, maybe if you start saying it, then we'll relate to you more. Well, I'm literally tired. Okay? <laughs> All the time. I never say it, though. I still want to get paid by my employer. I'm tired. <laughs> All right. We'll find someone well, who isn't tired. Well, you don't say it in front of who hires you. I know. That's, yeah. But I would. Anyway, and also André Boisjoli. And where are you from, André? I'm from Saint Adolphe. So Saint Adolphe. Like 15 minutes from the city. Not right. that far. And you've minutes. been you've been in that heavy fire, fire zone. Oh, sorry, the what? flood zone. <laughs> the flood opposite. Zone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, apparently, yeah. apparently, yeah. fire oh, is the, now on yeah, the water. Yeah. You know what? I, I'm thinking. I'm just thinking biblically, right? I uh -huh. thought that we've had floods, we've had fires. Fire. I'm waiting for the locusts. Mm -hmm. There's all kinds <laughs> oh, of all no. kinds of great those, potential those now. Murder hornets better not come back. For us to look deeply into ourselves and, yeah. under, and and think about what are we doing to the world? How are you, Andre? I'm doing good. All right. Hey, so what are you streaming right now? What shows uh, are you streaming yeah, and watching? So, so I started watching Better Call Saul. Now, it's like a, like a knockoff off of or like a sequel off of Breaking Bad. And I must say, I never I watched. I think it's the prequel. It's prequel. Yeah, prequel. There that's right. That's right. The prequel to Breaking Bad, which I never watched, but I guess I'll watch that after. But So after this, you're going to watch Breaking Bad? Yeah. Okay. No, this is a good series. It's a, it's a pretty It is series. really good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm watching a fun one I with uh, Jean Smart. Now, you have no idea who this is, but nope. she used to be in no a show idea. called Designing Women back in the 20s okay. when I used to watch TV when we still loved. We called it the boom tube. And uh, she's great <laughs> in this. She's an aging comic, a uh -huh. famous aging comic. Uh, just trying to come to grips with who she is and what she's doing. It's a great, and her partner, of course, is for the great dramatic tension is this Gen Z brilliant millennial, or sorry, Gen Z person who who is so smart and witty, but doesn't quite get the aging comic. Mm. He's trying to go out with a bang. Like it's, and it's it's a really cool, really cool script. And yeah. Jean Smart's just a great actress. If you saw her in action, she was always she's always been a great character actor. How old is she if she's from the 20s? Oh, she's just one of those. She's got to be almost 150 years old. <laughs> oh. Yeah, she's wonderful. She ages well. The makeup's fantastic. I guess all the, <laughs> all, all the surgery is fantastic. Oh, yeah. my God. I'm also watching something called Seven Seconds. Okay. Which is a, a series about um, a young black kid who gets run over by police mm. and they try to cover it up. Oh yeah. Oh my god. And it's it's one of these. Is bad, it like a? It's a bad cop 
series, right? And is it and like course, a, is it like a, a courtroom movie too? Lots of and the courtroom starting in the second half of the series. I think oh, it's okay. an eight piece okay uh, series. And so we're, I'm in the second half now. I don't binge it. I watch I watch one a week, mm-hmm. so it's enjoyable. Is right? it like based on a true story or? I don't know. I I don't think so. Could be like if it is, it'd be a fiction. heck of a story. Yeah, mm-hmm. if it is, it, it's a heck of a story. But it, it it's. It's just a, it's a sign of our times, right? These are mm-hmm. the kind of plots that are really resonating with people, right? Yeah. You know? The last movie I watched, I think, was like scene two. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Anyone going to go see Top Gun? Come on. No. I haven't yet. I want to. I think Top Gun is 500. I think there's millions, 500 million people have gone to see this movie. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a I've big heard movie. It, I've heard it's good. But yeah. I don't think I'll I'm not a it. Tom Cruise fan, though. Are you a Tom Cruise fan? I don't know what movies he's been in. So come on, I don't keep track of this stuff. <laughs> oh my gosh, Tom Cruise, only the most famous actor that ever existed. I, mean, I don't know names. Mission Impossible. Okay, yeah. Jerry that's... Maguire. I uh, don't know that one. I don't know. Cocktail. Nope. My personal favorite. <laughs> I know you got to watch more movies. <laughs> that was the worst I like movie. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Oh yeah. Eddie Murphy. That's the same era. How do you not know there? There's Eddie Murphy. You don't know there's a Tom Cruise out there. Oh. I know Tom Cruise. I just don't know what movies he's been in. Mm. Anyway. Keep streaming, you guys, and keep binging. Yeah. All right. Anyway, today's program is going to be, I don't know, it's going to be out of this world because... Looking at your list of fancy words that you got to use. Yeah, I haven't used them. I I have to compile them, though. (laughs) But it's... um, I never... And this this guest will understand that I'm not a person who likes to use big words. She's chuckling, I think. Anyway, because half the time, she's a former student of mine from way back at River East, the year 2000 graduate. That's amazing. Of course, she joined, as CJ says. Is everyone in this podcast from the career internship program? <laughs> well, this one is. Not everyone is, but this particular person is. <laughs> Why? Why do we? Why do we all talk like Californians? Like no, no, we talk like old people. That's yeah. that's what I'm, he makes I'm us tur- talk like. I'm turning you into old people. That's that's my plan. And of course, I'm a baby boomer. You two are Gen Zers, and yeah. we have a millennial here. I'm pretty sure we have a millennial. And how exciting is that? She's going to bring her perspective. This is one of my favorite people. And I've got, it's funny. I got to know her, of course, River East time, but then at the Chamber of Commerce, she started working uh, a little while ago. And that's where we, we reconnected. And of course, I always talk to you about LinkedIn. And then we reconnected on LinkedIn. We still need to be sponsored by them. Sponsored by LinkedIn. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. The, uh, yeah, the, the ubiquitous social media program that brings people together. Right? We have a marketing campaign already ready We're, to go. Jackie's excited. <laughs> so this is Jackie Shapansky. I knew her as Jackie Godry back in the day. But Jackie Shapansky now, who's doing a number of amazing things, and her story's really cool. Jackie, how are you? Hello, I'm doing good. How are you, Adriano? Okay. Or I should say Mr. Mags. Yeah, it's Mr. Magnifico to you, okay? Let's not let's not forget the or just Magnifico. Pr- the protocol. Yeah, these Magnifico. guys, you know, in, the, yeah, in this day and age, they don't even use the Mr. anyway. It's just, uh, hey, you! Help me. Help you're, me. You're, the, you're the career dude. I'm the career dude. That's, yep. what, uh, totally. that's what CJ calls me. Thanks, CJ. <laughs> All right. I have to change my wardrobe, though. What would a career dude look like? I don't want to know what a career dude I don't dude know. Would I don't know what he looks like. I, uh, yeah. Anyway. Jackie, how are you doing? This is the, the, in the old River East days. I always like to ask, back, way back when. Um, way back when. That's yeah. right. And now you're getting, it's funny, we were chatting yesterday and you're saying, boy, I'm getting old. I said, Jackie, you're not even in the league of getting old. Uh, <laughs> compared to Magnifico. <laughs> compared to Magnifico. But I understand that you, now you're in a position of thinking back. You know, you've collected, we always talk about mm-hmm. collecting dots so you can connect them. You've collected a lot of dots. 
And now when you I look have. back at them, you have, and they're amazing. So I want you to talk about those River East days when you were a kid in grade 11 and 12. What was going through your brain? Oh, what was going through my brain? I don't know. I can't share all of that, but I, ha- <laughs> I should probably share the <laughs> You know what? I can share that. Honestly, I, I did enjoy my high school year. I did. I had a lot of fun, had good friends. Um, I liked the energy at the time at River East and, uh, yeah, we had good classes, I, you know, and honestly, there was, it was just a lot of good times. I think back in grade 11, 12, it was just, let's enjoy the moment. I definitely was. Yeah. With your friends, right? Cause you had a big friendship oh, yeah. social it, circle and that, that was your gig, right? And you joined that career internship I, program and you, you were part of things. That was always an internship piece. There was always an internship component mm-hmm. with that. Where did you intern? Yeah. What did you do there? Yes. Yeah, turned with, um, with the French festival. The Winnipeg Fringe Festival. Festival. Yes, we had a lot of kids intern there. What'd you do there? Yeah, it was great. Yeah, I actually got to do a lot with like helping the different performers and and working with scheduling with the performers. So I had a lot of fun. I also got a lot of really cool opportunities to like go backstage with at MTC. I got to visit um, like the different departments. And I think one of the memories that stood out to me the most was uh, like the costume department. It was a wonderful experience of, of just seeing how the performers um, came together. I guess it also kind of crossed into my own interests of, of movies and, and theater. I had done some acting in my younger years at MTYP. So I think it was just a collective of interests and opportunities, a lot of curiosity. It was, it was a great time. Hey, do you remember? I, I remember those, those moments. Do you remember that scheduling board? Scheduling? <laughs> no, you're gonna have to. No, I trigger like, some more thought. Like if you were, if you were helping with the scheduling, did you ever go into that room where they had the entire schedule for the fringe on oh, a giant wall? Yes, yes, I know what you're what, talking. Was about. that yeah. crazy? It is honestly the amount of detail that goes into that festival. Uh, wow, they work hard. They work really hard to uh, to execute that with such excellence. Like that program has been so long running and it's such as like a staple here in Winnipeg. It is really world renowned. People come from everywhere to be a part of it. Well, it so. is. It's one of the largest in the world. I go every year because yeah. it's just amazing. It's the cheapest. You guys go to the French festival? No, I haven't been. Oh my gosh. Have you been? CJ? Oh, I don't even out. know what it you is. You don't even know what it is, CJ. I'm just going to, you know what? I know the Winnipeg <laughs> friend, you, you can volunteer. I, I can set you up so you can, you can connect to these people. It's a it's yeah. about a ten or twelve day festival in Winnipeg for mm-hmm. all kinds of theater. And the theater is usually an hour long. So if you're a novice to theater, it's the perfect place to go. And you'll see the most offbeat, off the wall, uh some some very classical, but not a lot of that. It's very kind of experimental too. Would so you say like that, a... Jackie? Oh, totally. Everything from improv, like comedy, to oh my uh, gosh. a little bit more risque. Everything. It's all genres. It's, 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 not it's drama, my gig. action. It's not your gig, CJ. No. You'd be surprised because it's so much fun. And there's also fun. music, right? and, and there's music, and they have this giant center where the cube is in the old Market Square, yeah. where it's just a festival every day. And there's shows and performers going on. So do on you every just day. go to watch or do you go you can, to participate? You as can well? go to watch, you can volunteer and mm-hmm. help out with the events and be at different venues. But at any given time, there might be, I don't know, 40 different shows going on and you get to choose. And they're cheap. Mm-hmm. That's the point. It's like 10 bucks to go to a show, yeah. not 50 to 100. Mm-hmm. And so you get to see a, a fairly, and, and the shows come and they're randomly drawn. 
So it's not like you have to audition for the show. It's just you're a theater company. You get randomly drawn and they ask, do you want to do this? A high school group at Nelson Mack did a fringe show. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool stuff. It's really cool stuff. So what's your cool. interest in theater about? You did MTYP. Did mom and dad throw you in that? Or did you, did you say to mom <laughs> and dad, I want to do, I want to be an actor like Tom Cruise. <laughs> I probably didn't want to be. I think I, I, as a younger person, I think I, I did at some point think I was going to become some celebrity, but... <laughs> I think well, that didn't happen. In my mind, you're a celebrity. I saw you at the chamber. You're like a celebrity type there at the chamber of commerce. That's where Aww. I thought, is that my Jackie? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Look at her. She's running things. Oh my gosh. Amazing. You are a celebrity. I think you are. Uh, yeah, anyway. it was fun. Well, and what did you get out of doing something like that? Like when you chose the SIP, people choose that SIP program, which was ahead of its time, I always thought, because it got you outside of buildings the regular school yeah. walls. What did you get out of that fringe experience when you think about it? Well, out of the fringe experience, I think it was just possibility. I think that it starts to expand uh, what is possible for you in your career. Like I think in high school, I don't think I really realized how much like opportunities are out there. And I think that that was probably a first glimpse into seeing how like how small Winnipeg feels, but how connected it is to the world. Um, And so it really, I think, opened the door for what is possible. Yeah, that's probably what I got out of it. That's pretty cool. And and you've always had, you've always had a bit of an entrepreneurial flair and stuff. So um, you've always had, always had this sense of, I'm going to push the envelope. I'm going to try this. What does this look like? You had this, you always had this as a student, a curiosity about you. And I see it in kind of your, in your pathing, to now so talk about oh. when when you left the fringe what did you go do when you left yeah so yeah well you're right I do I do there's it there's always been that entrepreneurial drive in me and I think yeah and you're right curiosity has always led that path and so after after the grad I actually worked at second cup um, down on Edmonton. It was, it was a really cute, I loved it. It was cute, a great location, interesting people that would visit the shop. And my goal was to save up to go and move um, to Panorama and snowboard in BC. Um, so I did that. I got to go out west. And... But more importantly, did you get free coffee when you were there? Did... <laughs> oh, my God. I think I got a free cup of coffee, but I think that's where it stopped. Uh... There wasn't too many perks. <laughs> That's perks. What I, that was a great word. Good that, pun. That's Not why, too many perks. That's why I want to work at Tim's because you get discounts and stuff. Very, discounts are good. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. you went to Panorama to skateboard. Uh, snowboard. Snowboard. Yeah. Sorry, snowboard. <laughs> Two very different that things. That would be a little yeah. tough on the, on, on the slopes. Who is that kid? Maybe you're yeah. meant a new sport. Don't. Hey, this could be a whole new sport. I'm going to skateboard. When you can't afford a snow. snowboard, just take a skateboard <laughs> yeah. down the hill. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so what was your interest in, in snowboarding and, and talk about the whole panorama experience? Cause I've, I know people have done that. It, it's the whole different, we talked about that, the whole different lifestyle. It's a very, yeah, very free lifestyle. Yeah, no, it was, it was fun. I think I just had this idea in my head that I was just going to go and experience this adventure. I think I've always liked the adventure and I love spontaneity and, and I, I like all that stuff. It, it energizes me. So, yeah, I think it was a part of just saying I was going to do something and then going and doing it. I met a lot of really neat people 
I mean, in exchange for the the pass <laughs> to go snowboarding whenever I wanted, I I worked in housekeeping, and then I actually, uh, I guess I signed myself up to be a babysitter for like all of the guests. You, you mean a the child? You mean a childcare worker? <laughs> yeah, kind of okay, like a child okay. worker. What? <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean you be, you became you, you signed yourself up to? Be I somebody. signed myself. Yeah. Up. yeah. You know what? They came around and they're like, um, guests on the mountain are needing uh, childcare for after hours. And I was like, okay, sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to pay me good money? I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. But of course, the big freebie was you got to hang out on the board on the slope for free. For wow. free. Right and then on. they got to, I remember that's when they were building, uh, they have this on site. Um, what are they called? You know, like one of those hot, like a the hot tub, the giant hot tubs. Yeah, but yeah, but it was like it was outdoors. And yes, it was so yes. beautiful. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I've done that before. It's a bit of a cesspool, but it's good. It's good. It was so good, <laughs> and we got to go, and we got to sit there. And I just remember, I remember for some reason, I have this really good memory of Christmas Eve because I had had to celebrate Christmas out there very busy time and i remember the snowflakes were so big and they were like coming down i'm sitting in the hot tub sounds like a a hallmark movie scene it was like a hallmark (laughs) and i'm like i'm living the life (laughs) the hallmarks are my favorite movies did you meet anyone down there kind of have a a run-in with them at the beginning and then everyone knew you were going to get together all those comments in in the next two hours <laughs> I, can't, like that? I can't say that I I met I met anybody special down there. No. So what did you get out of the panorama experience, though? You come out of that. What did you learn from that, yeah. or what? How did that build you as a person? Some of your character, uh, some of your independence. Yeah. What about it? Honestly, like um, some of the like, I mean, obviously it's an interesting lifestyle. You're living in really tight quarters and all different people's, you know, kinds of styles of living, and so you kind of just, you learn really quickly what you're, you're comfortable with and what you're not, you're not comfortable with. And so, um, yeah, it, it was good. It honestly, I think I just learned more about myself than anything in that experience. I mean, what was um, the big piece you took away from Panorama about, okay, this is a game breaker for me in life that I need to have or not. have. I need, I need space to sleep by myself. I don't <laughs> want to share my room with anybody else. <laughs> I guess so, eh? How long were you in Panorama? How long were you sleeping like that? You know what? I spent only about six, six, six months, I'd oh, say. I, I actually broke my contract um, to come home. And I remember they said to me, you realize if you break your contract, you're never allowed to work for us again. Ooh. And I, and I, and I remember I said, that's fine. I'm going to come back as a guest. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Oh, thanks for the warning. I'm out. <laughs> Is oh, that it? I thought you guys were going to take me to court or something. Oh, I'm out. I'll never come back. It's beautiful. Yeah, nice, easy. I way guess out. they weren't they weren't used to a lot of people breaking the contract, but I was just I was done. Hmm. It's it was I just needed my space back again. Well, yeah, but you're still in this kind of free floating space, right? Where you're kind of exploring, trying to figure things out. Where did you mm-hmm. find? Did you ever get in your brain? Jeez, oh, I better go get a regular job or something like that. Did it ever get in your brain that I better go get some skill or better or get something different aside from, and I know, I know the snowboarding is a real skill, but, uh, and there are ways to move that I see cool entrepreneurs using snowboards in very neat ways, right? Amazing stuff. But did you ever figure I have to do something different now? I should, I should try to be more quote unquote responsible. (laughs) 
You know what? You know what? I did end up moving back to Winnipeg after Panorama, and I, I think I spent the summer working out at a camp. I think as a camp counselor, and then from after camp, I I signed up and I took hairstyling at Scientific Marvel on Portage Avenue, yes. and. Yeah. This was going to be something that always came quite natural to me. I remember like, I remember doing hair for friends and dyeing hair since I was young. And it was always something that I saw more as an art, like a creative expression. So I just kind of felt like this was the thing. And I remember my folks were always like, university, university, university. That's really what they always pushed on us. Go to university, go to university. And so for me, I remember at the time, I uh, I think I tried to go to university in the beginning, but it just wasn't for me. So I quickly withdrew from that. And and I did do the hairstyling thing. Um, and I graduated from Scientific Marvell and I got my first job at Regis in Kildonan Play Small. <laughs> and honestly, I, I don't think I could ever imagine what came from um, the hair, though. I got to work in film and theater and stage and um, a lot of really unique opportunities. I got to start my own business, uh, hairstyling, um, in all kinds of facets, so different ways. And I loved it. I really, really loved it. And well, I got to well, take... Well, how did the hair gig turn into film and theater for you? You know, Connections. It came through connections. I met some people um, with different uh, groups that I was friends with and was able to be welcomed on set. Um, I had to join like the IATSE um, union at the time and kind of get my paperwork. And Sounds like an Italian mob. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I was just about to say that. What? Hey, well, uh, let, me, let me see your resume. Have you killed? Yeah. Have you killed anybody lately? Is, <laughs> yeah. is that just how all job interviews are, though? It's just they for always... Italians, for Italians, oh, for Italians, yeah. for Italians. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they all talk like and this. They all talk like that. Yeah. Was it a bit yeah. like this, Jackie, or uh, was it a friend? Yeah, yeah. Was, it, was it a friendly, <laughs> happy insane. thing? Yeah. No, no, they had. They probably had like a leather jacket, yeah. and they had tattoos everywhere, and they were smoking a cigar and, and everything. In, yeah, and they brought you into a dark room, and they're like, "Now tell me." <laughs> Yeah, right. oh with the gosh, cigar now tell me what do you have on your resume yeah <laughs> <laughs> how can we really trust you okay so back to the film okay we, okay we diverge but so now the contacts in film and hair you mean you went on to film and hair with or, or, or to sets and we're doing film and hair on those sets and stuff like that yeah i can remember i think we were just i think we were south of the city on a set and I remember um, I had one of my jobs was to create this wig um, and set this wig that was used on the stunt double of the artist. Like, so the, and so I was working with the stunt double team because they were doing all the crazy stunts. And so it was my job to create this wig to look like the actual star movie star. <laughs> and, and, and then, I remember just that was my job is to make sure it was always ready for set, ready for set, ready for set. And and then I remember we took a break. It was like lunch break. And in comes the guy, like the movie guy. The the like the star? And then in comes the the stunt double with the wig on. And I'm like, ah, oh, there's my wig. Okay. Now, who are the stars? Did you meet any cool stars? Like, yeah, I mean, Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise. I, I wish. Hey, I wish I could have met Tom Cruise. You know what? 
I, I think I met a couple different musicians um, that would have been more named musicians. But once you get to your A-list celebrities, they usually bring their own uh, their own teams in. Yeah. So you don't, you don't get to touch too That's much right. there unless, yeah. That's right. I wish I could wow you with some crazy name. <laughs> That's okay. It's okay. Hey, just so No you know, Kanye I, here. I kind of <laughs> ran into Brad Pitt accidentally walking on the Jesse James set. I thought you were oh, going to nice. say on the red yeah. carpet. So or that something. was no on the red carpet. No <laughs> red carpet. No, that would have been that. Just would have been kind of an Italian thing with a lot of blood. There wouldn't have been a carpet of anything. <laughs> we are going so dark in this. Episode. I know. Anyway, so the film and theater thing. <laughs> I saw Rod Stewart. I oh mean... gosh, I loved him. I've seen him three times. I love Rod Stewart. I just think he's the greatest, and he's still playing. That what was in he? Vegas. He's a, well, that's spectacular though. He's spe- I, I, he's spectacular, spectacular. Yeah. That guy. I just love him. Anyway, the. Uh, uh, hey, so y- you come out of this and you're, it seems like you're doing a lot of kind of prototyping and experimenting in your life and checking things out. Right. Oh. And you're gravitating oh. to what connects to you. Is that always. fair to say? Yeah. I've always been somebody who has to, um, follow my guts. My gut is very much a part of my journey following my guts and, uh, and doing what I feel is is right. Um, and so, yeah, I've always been somebody who likes to explore, uh, explore possibilities for sure. Um, and then, yeah, I just kind of let things naturally unfold. Obviously you have to be financially smart during that process because you got to pay the bills, but yeah. So that yeah, worked was, out for you then though, like the, the hairstyling gig worked out for you, putting food on the table, meeting and doing good. and extending yourself in all kinds of ways. So you're still a hairstylist. Are you, are you a red seal hairstylist? I, I kept, yeah, I keep my, I keep it. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll always keep it. I'll always keep playing in that, in that sphere. I, I love it. I love it. But I actually, it's not my primary. It's more now for, um, it's yeah, like, I don't. It's well, it's kind like of for that. your interest and the occasional person. You'll do some hair or something cool. Does it? Do the theater guys ever call you and say, "Jackie, we need you to do this hair"? Still, are you still part of? The, <laughs> are you still part of? And again, these voices. I have all these voices. Okay, these guys are looking at me like people don't talk that way. Magnifico. People talk like this when they want something done. All right. Everyone has the exact same voice. Though. <laughs> They're very energized. No. no, do or do not. There is no try. Right. Everybody comes off of the set of Sesame Street. <laughs> exactly. Oh, well, yeah, no, no. Right now, life is really busy that I unfortunately don't get to do um, a lot of hair. I, I actually went back to school during hair time, though, and I pursued my business degree. No, when did you get your Red River piece? You went off to get a Red River diploma, right? Yeah, and, and I did wh- Red River. And why did you yeah. think you needed that thing? Why did I think? I, you know what? I think I, I've always been someone who uh, I love learning. And, I and, love and learning your parents were dying for you to go to school, right? My parents, yeah. I mean, they were obviously supportive. I, I, you know what? I worked and went to school. I, I, I worked, I still worked doing hair while I went through Red River. Um, I think because I had all my own clientele and my own business, I basically went to school and full time and I worked full time. Oh, that's yeah. excellent. That's yeah. excellent. And, yeah, just and, adjusted. And, and at Red River, you majored in HR, human resources? Uh, Red River, I majored in marketing. Marketing. And I, when I went to University of Winnipeg to finish my four-year degree, I, I majored in HR. Yeah. Okay. Why did you move from marketing to HR? <laughs> you know what? I think it's probably interest. 
curiosity and and some guidance by mentors definitely about diversification in my my business portfolio right so we had a couple of hr people on this podcast and a trend that i've noticed is most hr people have been to the mountains and have had some like i am like i'm not even kidding they have been to like alberta or british columbia in the mountains and have had like this eye-opening experience like you had in the uh in your like your the panorama experience that you had anyway so that's an interesting little piece why is it the hr people that have to climb the mountains (laughs) so stressful though quite literally (laughs) (laughs) really yeah exactly they need that they need their they're, uh, they have to get one with nature, yeah. calm down. Yeah, And they just have to see the giant vista, right? When you climb those things, there is something cool about being on top of those mountains, isn't it? Like, like, isn't there? Like it's, Oh, it's amazing. And you just see the, the wide mountains. open sky and, and you're so high up. That totally. It's, it, it's an amazing feeling. It just fills you full of wonder. Your imagination's on overdrive up there. Like for me, whenever I skied a big sky or one of those places, it was, I just thought, I don't ever want to come down from here. It got oh, it, it got cold at night. And, yeah, I was going to say, you then, probably got and, cold. And then people had to come and bring me down, usually in stretchers and things. So <laughs> yeah. in, in the end, in the end, we came down. So let, so you're moving from there, uh, your diploma. Um, you told me you did an internship at Liquors, Lotteries and Liquor, like Manitoba Liquor lotteries, Commission. Yeah. yeah. Talk about yeah. that. Talk about that. Yeah. So after I graduated from my Red River, I, I took an internship at it was called the Aboriginal Internship um, with Manitoba Liquor and Lotteries. And um, I am a, a Métis citizen, so that was how I got to uh, walk through that door, which was wonderful. Um, so at the time, uh, when I started my internship, liquors, liquor and lotteries were still two different crown corps. Yep. And so it was really neat. I got to be part of the merging of those two uh, entities together, and it was it was a really great, great time. I got to work under different styles of leadership. Um, and I think that's where I started to really understand the importance of being under somebody that you can grow professionally with yes. and have conversations yes. with. So yeah, that was, that was some good times. That's amazing. You talk, you called it the merging of the two crowns yesterday. Merging, yeah. <laughs> I thought yeah, that was definitely. such a neat way to talk about the merging of the crowns. Like, like Princess Anne was there. Yeah. Uh, Jackie, we're going to merge the crowns now, and we'd like to make sure don't touch the royal jewels what while happened? we merge the crown. Are they sick? Are they okay? Because that voice, okay, I don't know. Stop it! Stop it! That's just the British voice. That's the British voice. All right, we're going the old British voice. We're going to merge the two crowns, and that's and that's what she did. So. And so you had to work with unions, right? What's it like working with unions? Challenging? In HR, that's pretty much what you work with a lot of the time if you're in that environment, right? Collective agreements. Yeah. (laughs) You work with your collective agreements. Yeah. Um, Yeah. No, it was... uh... It that, was very interesting. Well, that uh, because, well, well that builds your uh, that builds your acumen and your 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 mindset and your you know your strategic ability, your diagnostics, because of all the things that are thrown at you. I've known my brother worked in those environments too as a general manager, and he said it it, it it's challenging. It's super challenging to work. You work with seven unions trying to ratify agreements together and keep everybody happy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it was a big that was a big transitional period. Um, and I remember like, cause some of the, there was duplication of different union representations. So just uh, really being 
um, and adhering to those agreements. That was a big, it was a big part of the merge and just keeping it fair and yeah, everybody making sure everybody had jobs because there was a lot of duplication of jobs. So yeah, it was, I mean, retention of employees was definitely on the leadership's mandate. They wanted to, they didn't want to see job loss through the process. So yes. it was, it was, it was, it was, it was a big job. Yep. It was a big job being part of that one, but very, yeah, lots, lots learned. Lots, lots learned. learned, lots of lessons learned in those scenarios mm-hmm. and, and just about relationships and how to build relationships in pretty, pretty tension filled times, right? Sometimes it can be really tense in those spaces. Can't it? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think like, cause part of my role at the time was in like the org side of HR. So I was, I had opportunity in recruitment and then organizational development side. So the different areas of HR. So yes. it was uh, relationships and the change management, working closely with change management was a part of that process. And I think at that point, I also went on to pursue during that time, my coaching designation with Coach U in Florida, oh, um, and just learning how to have really intentional conversations and, and understanding how to ask questions that uh, continue to either grow or cause curiosity or build those networks. You use the word intentional. I know it's a lot of, a lot of folks using that word today. What does that mean? And being, being more intentional intentional you know what i think for me intention is looking at the goal or looking what you want and then um making choices that are going to get you there so that to me is about emotional intelligence so even though we feel things um how important it is to acknowledge those feelings because we're humans um but to not let your feelings dictate how you show up. So not acting out on your feelings, but acting in a way that's going to actually get you to your goal. And that to me is an intention. Wow. Look at the things you've done. This is amazing to me. Of course, I meet you at the chamber again, many years (laughs) later, and you have this whole history, these dots you all collected. It's amazing. So at the chamber, you saw opportunity there. So you're, you're there for a while. You told me seven years at lotteries. Yes, about seven years with lotteries, yeah, and then I moved over to the Winnipeg Chamber. I was, uh, again, through connections, got the opportunity to meet, um, at the time, her name was Christine Enns. Um, She was the woman that hired me at the Chamber. She was working at the time under the leadership of Lauren Remlard, so he was the new CEO. So Dave Angus was just wrapping up his term at the Winnipeg Chamber, and Lauren was coming in, and um, I was hired under uh, Christine, and it was the Chamber Office of Business Support. That's what the the new department was going to be. And so I got to start there and then for, spent four years there moving and, and being part of some really, really great agendas. So we had an advisory council. So I got to work with, like, Joelle Foster from Futurepreneur yes. at the time. Now I know she's with um, North Forge. North Forge. And then I got to... He was at the time. Joel was um, co-chairing with Abby Khan. Um, so Abby was Green Carrot, Shorma Khan. Yes. Uh, and uh, so it was really great. I got to work quite closely with the two of them as the advisory council at the time, and um, got to see some events get up to numbers that the chamber had never seen when it came to small to medium enterprise engagements. So it was really, really wonderful to be part of those 
opportunities and just great, great opportunity to meet Winnipeg businesses, uh, great opportunity to get connected, um, a lot of political um, engagement at the Winnipeg Chamber. And that's awesome because you're you're growing the organization too, right? We talked about some of the numbers that you were seeing and, and with with some of your team and your leadership with that team, the numbers and memberships increased, which is always important, right? And so you're building the organization. How did that make you feel when you saw that kind of growth as a person? Oh, it was, I felt very proud to be a part of something that was benefiting small business. I think that for me, um, it was really great that we were able to, the chamber was able to present a platform for small business to see um, new and engaging opportunities for strategy and build uh, growth. There was there was different programs that came up, opportunities like I remember with the legalization of marijuana came in, and we were able to provide a framework around how to support small business in that. There was, I mean, great opportunities um, uh, just to be able to engage with counselors or with the mayor or. It was just a, it was just a, it was a wonderful. Well, it was fun oh, to was be fun. Yeah. In, in the who's who of Winnipeg, right? And and yeah. to engage with them and, and to pick their brains and to build programming, right? You seem to be that kind of person. I want, I, I give me a project. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to grow it. Yeah. I'm going to turn it into something. So when you left oh. the chamber, like that was you, that's always been you though. I, like from what I hear in, in, in my, sh- in my time knowing you. So when you leave the chamber, is that a tough thing? Yeah, leaving the chamber was was challenging for me because I loved it. I loved the chamber. I loved the team. I loved the energy that went into uh, the programming and events. It, it's just an amazing a group of people, and I and and I truly believe in my heart that they're there doing good for the community. Yeah, um, so from there, I um, I was able to transition into another an amazing government now that I work with, and that is the Manitoba Métis Federation. Um, And that's my current job. I work under the leadership of Minister Frances Chartrand. She is uh, the minister of both early learning and childcare and health and wellness, as well as the regional VP of the Northwest Métis Council. Uh, So, and many, many other titles. So what do you Um, do uh, for like the Métis Federation? That's a great question. Yeah. So right now, my role with the Métis Federation is I'm the director of early learning and childcare. What does that mean? Is it, <laughs> that's it's usually what I get asked. What does that mean? And so um, that means that I, when I started with uh, the Métis Federation, there's a 10-year accord agreement with the federal government. And so that's, that's, I guess, really big language to say that we have a working relationship with the federal government. And uh, what we are doing is helping support Métis citizens throughout the Red River homeland uh, to provide them with childcare. Um, and so we are actively building childcare spaces across the province. Uh, and in addition to, to providing childcare spaces, uh, we also um, support the education of childhood educators, and we advocate on their behalf for them as a profession. Um, In addition to that, we um, have programming like our My Little Métis boxes, um, which are actually globally distributed. um, And 
that reaches the child um, at their home with their name on their box. And um, there it, it's like a subscription box, but it's all made educational content. And so each box is beautifully crafted by a team um, on my team. Um, and yeah, it, it's absolutely amazing work. And it's been, we also do a culture kit program, which goes to child's head starts, friendship centers um, across Manitoba as well. And those are seeing numbers into the thousands, um, 4,000 distributed My Little Métis box as far as Australia um, cool, and uh, cool. <laughs> through the States. And, uh, and then the kits all around um, all around Manitoba, so thousands you, and thousands of children. So you grow these projects. You're one of these people. Let's bring in Jackie. We want to grow this project. So you, what did it yeah. start out with? And <laughs> how do you feel yeah. about its growth? Give us a sense of how this oh. has grown with you in that in that position. Yeah. So when I came on with the team, uh, there was about four or five of us. And um, the team started with, obviously, we needed strategy. We needed structure, policy, procedure. Um, all of those business planning <laughs> things that, that you are so need. versed in now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got to learn those. And, um, and honestly, I've been able to build a team and, and this year's fiscal, we'll see 105 employees. Um, from so that's five, from five to 105. Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's big growth. Yeah. Very big growth. And they brought Jackie the growth maker that, well, <laughs> but that's what they bring you in for. And that's what you do so well. That's amazing. Yeah, and some of these projects would be cool. I'd love to see one of the Métis boxes. That It sounds like something really neat to look at. I'll have to send you guys one. We, oh, can, love we it. can arrange that. As an artifact, I'd and love then, to look And then at we it. could do like one of those opening boxes videos that they do on YouTube. <laughs> of course. <laughs> an yeah. opening? Yeah. yeah. There we are. The opening the box thing. <gasps> what is it? Spectacular. Actually, um, our... Uh, a gentleman on our team is teaming up with your school division to speak um, to grade 10 and 11s in regards to child care as a profession. Oh, that's awesome. They're probably coming into the child care program here at ATC. They are. That's yeah. it. Because, because that's one of the applied learning spaces here. It's, a, it's an amazing program here. Good awesome. Stuff. Well, come on out to that because we on. love to. Get, you get gifts if you come. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm coming for sure. <laughs> free we, gifts. Free gifts. We're in. We're in. <laughs> Will there be will there be coffee or donuts? That that's the decider though. That's like that's the big one. You got donuts. We're or all even there. or even bannock. I'll take bannock oh, too. Yes. Bannock. We could we could arrange something that's like awesome. this. Now you've embraced just a, as a last point. You've really again in high school. Uh, I didn't know you were Métis, mm -hmm. and you didn't share yeah. that. That wasn't something you shared. And now it seems like you're just bursting with pride about it. I'm so proud of you for yeah. for finding that truth. How do you feel about yeah. that now and, and that in this journey you've been on as as a Métis person? As a Métis woman. Yeah, you know, honestly, I'm very proud to be Métis. And I'm very proud. I have two boys. I have a seven-year-old and a nine-year-old. And I'm very proud to share that with them. Um, and I'm very much thankful that my minister ha has involved my children in my life with the MMF which awesome. is not necessarily something you see with all employers, but I am very blessed that at the Mental Métis Federation, family is very valued. And so um, they get to travel with me when I travel around to different places in Manitoba. Oh my gosh, that's spectacular. Mm -hmm. An experience, yeah. So my my pride with the Métis, my Métis side, honestly, I think it helps with just, if I'm going to be completely honest, it's, the, it's, it's identity, right? It's I think yes. it's something that everybody can... Um, it's your truth. It's your truth. 
Like you're living your truth, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's me, right? And so you learn when you get to learn about your culture and your heritage and your language and and things that really um, are the core of your being. I mean, I love it. I love that. I love it too. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Hey, we're going to do something with you right now. It's called the quick cues. They're going to oh, ask boy. you quick questions and you can't think about it because I know you like to talk. You're not going to talk. These are quick one, one word or one phrase answers. I'm going to turn it over to Andre. So welcome, Jackie, to Quick Cues. And we'll start off. Are you a dog or cat person? Oh, dog. But I have both. Stop. They're quick. <laughs> does, does pineapple belong on pizza? Yes. Favorite family tradition? Christmas. What do you put on toast? Jam. Messy or tidy desk? Oh, probably messy. <laughs> Favorite summer activity? Beach. Pronounce D-A-T-A. Data? Favorite social media? Instagram. Texting or phone calls? Phone. Outdoors or indoors? Probably outdoors. Cold or warm milk? Mm, cold. Favorite genre of music? Probably Justin Bieber. <laughs> it's not a genre. That's an artist. The Beebs. I love the Beebs. <laughs> What's the last show you binge watched? Mm, Kardashians. <laughs> Toilet paper. <No. laughs> Toilet paper over. <laughs> Toilet paper over or under? <laughs> I think I like the under. Morning or night? Morning. Do you believe in ghosts? No. Greatest fear? <laughs> Snakes. And favorite podcast? You guys? Oh! Yay! <laughs> now we need the music. Anyway. Yeah. Awesome. Jackie, that was great. I hope boy, that was the hardest part of the I saw you it were in such, you were in such pain doing something. <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Well, well, because, you know, I think it's because you're such a thoughtful person. You like a, a lot of your answers were really thoughtful. They were well, and that we're asking you to say it quick. Stop, stop talking. Just say it quick. And so those I are hard. The those first, hard. the first question was hilarious. She's like, uh, uh, I have both. I can't pick. <laughs> Jackie, you know what? This has been so much fun. I hope you had some fun. I, uh, I, I just love connecting back with you. And honestly, as, as your teacher way back when, I'm so proud of you and what you've done. And you are just, you are a person who who takes projects and, and turns them into something special. So that's oh. your best quality. And I, I just think it's amazing. And, pe- and, and the Manitoba Métis Federation is so lucky to have you and to have you as a person who sees so much possibility and potential. It's your entrepreneurial verve in your life that says, let's do it. Let's, let's figure it out. Let's make it happen. So good for you, Jackie. Well, thank you so much for having me, you guys. It, was, it really was a lot of fun, and it was uh, it was a pleasure to spend the morning here. So, oh, good, thank good. you. And ladies and gentlemen, that's it for another edition of Adventures in Careerland. Mm-hmm.